You're listening to the Doheny Podcast Network. The Doheny Eye Institute, working for all to see. Your host is Jody Becker. My guest is Dr. Brian Francis, and in this episode, we will talk about his mission to Mexico. Dr. Francis is based in Doheny's Orange County offices and specializes in glaucoma care and research. He is renowned for translating research in the most innovative and minimally invasive techniques into successful surgeries and treatment for patients. Dr. Francis was recognized in 2016 with a UCLA Exceptional Physician Award based on his outstanding patient care and outcomes and the commendations of his peers. This February, Dr. Francis flew to El Fuerte in northern Mexico to perform surgeries on dozens of cataract and glaucoma patients at a clinic that has no resident eye doctors. It's in an area where the need for ophthalmological care is great and the resources just don't match the need. Dr. Francis's trip marks the first time a Doheny doctor has made a mission to this clinic, which was established in 2009 by Dr. Richard Villasenor, a one-time Doheny resident. Dr. Villasenor retired several years ago and went back to his native Mexico. There he found the Liga International Flying Doctors of Mercy had a clinic in El Fuerte and persuaded them to include an eye clinic. And that's where Dr. Francis did his work several weeks ago. Thanks for joining me. Thank you very much. Good to be here. So let's start out there with a snapshot of the place where the clinic is, and can you describe the area and the clinic itself? So the uh, the clinic is in the town of El Fuerte, which is in the, the state of Sinaloa in Mexico, which is on the western coast of Mexico, actually near the, the Gulf of California. The biggest city in the state is Mazatlan, which is probably about five or six hours drive away. It is a small kind of colonial town. It has, you know, typical central plaza, church, and uh, it's actually most well known for its proximity to the Copper Canyon, which is in the Sierra Madre Mountains. And that's uh, kind of like a Grand Canyon of Mexico and very famous for railroad trips in and out uh, through the Copper Canyon. So it's a pretty well-known town, but, but a small Mexican town. And the clinic itself, is it in the center? The clinic is near the center. Uh, it's probably three or four blocks from the central plaza of the town. The clinic includes some central exam rooms, uh, waiting rooms, uh, and also two operating rooms, one of which is set up for general anesthesia and uh, cases done under general anesthesia, and the other one is set up with three tables and microscopes for the eye surgeries. You sent me some pictures, and I saw that the waiting rooms were packed. So can you just sort of describe the scene when you were there? Well, the, you know, the word gets around that there's going to be eye care and surgeries for these people in great need. And so we probably have between 350 and 500 people that come the first day and are waiting, not only in the waiting rooms, but you know, out, in the, out in the street, out in front of the clinic. And the first couple of days, we try to screen as many of these patients as possible, just very quick screenings, looking for bad disease, including very bad cataracts, pterygiums, which are, you know, kind of a fleshy covering over the cornea, and also uh, bad glaucoma cases. And then we try to screen those patients out, plan uh, treatments and surgeries for them, and, and do those procedures over the next couple of days. So when you arrive there, are those people on a waiting list or sort of how, how do you prioritize or triage that? 
yeah, there is no official waiting list. It's kind of first come, first serve. So we have people that come and you know spend the night there, or they're very, very early in the morning uh, to try to you know be one of the first uh, patients in. So just a, a little aside, you did have a companion on this trip. So was it kind of a teaching trip, or how did that come about? Well, yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, my son accompanied, accompanied me on this trip. And he's in high school. He's a high school freshman and has some interest in medicine. So I wanted to take him um, on this trip and show him kind of what uh, what it is that uh, we do in terms of treating patients with eye disease and surgical treatment. And uh, he actually speaks some Spanish. He's taking Spanish. So he helped me interview patients. He helped me with patient flow um, and gathering data for uh, for our study on one of the glaucoma surgeries. So it was, it was a lot of fun on a personal level as well. So you had several objectives there. Can you talk first about the procedures and what you thought you were going to do and the scope of your work? The major procedures that are done there are cataracts. Cataracts are, is the number one cause of treatable blindness uh, in the world. And so that's one of the the big missions uh, of this clinic is to provide free cataract surgery to those who need it the most. There are also uh, children with uh, eye alignment disabilities like crossed eyes and so forth, which are, who are also treated uh, with eye muscle surgery. And then we have corneal surgery as well uh, for patients that suffer from the pterygiums, which I mentioned before, um, and then the glaucoma surgery. So uh, I was involved with the glaucoma surgeries and treatments. And uh, one of the issues that uh, we have down in Mexico is there is not a lot of glaucoma medications that are readily available. So we bring medications down and give them to patients that need it, but they run out of medications over the course of the year before they can get back. And, and therefore, they are off their glaucoma medications, their eye pressure goes out of control again, and they lose vision as a result. So we were trying to develop a procedure where we can lower the pressure uh, and uh, control the, help control the glaucoma without relying so much on medications. And that's where the this is a procedure that we have been using for actually just a couple of years. It's relatively new up here in the United States in our clinics uh, called micropulse cycle and photocoagulation. And it's a new iteration of a procedure that lowers fluid production in the eye and therefore lowers uh, eye pressure. And it's different from traditional surgery because there's no incision made in the eye. So it's really kind of non-invasive or, you know, very minimally invasive uh, surgery. So there's no risk of infection. There's no bleeding, et cetera. Our experience here has been good. We've been using it in mostly refractory glaucoma patients. So patients that have already had some form of glaucoma surgery and failed and are still, you know, having high uncontrolled intraocular pressures. We've been using it mostly in those patients, but we, we were trying to see if we could use it as a primary surgery or as the first surgery in glaucoma patients who, you know, are, are on glaucoma medications and we wish to reduce or, or get them off of their glaucoma medications. Right. So I was just going to ask you about that. So this mm-hmm. is actually part of a study. Was this the initial phase of that study? We had a petition to the company, Iridex, that makes the machine, and we sent them a a protocol uh, for this study, and uh, they were nice enough to donate the machine and all of the hand pieces that are required. And so what we're doing is we're collecting the data 
um, on these patients uh, as as part of that study to to see how this works in this population. And will the patients be able to use an app or some kind of technology to continue to provide a data stream for you in the post-op period? No, what we're, what we're doing is having the patients return uh, for regular post-op visits uh, at one month and then somewhere between three and six months and then between six and 12 months to get those time points. And will you be revisiting as well? So I'm going back uh, next fall or next winter. Uh, the, we start up again in November after April is the last date this year, and then it's off for the summer, and then we start up again in the winter months. Okay, so you mentioned that this technique had been tried here in the States for a couple of years. Can you talk about what kind of impact it will have when you have the data from this population? What other applications there might be? Well, that's a good question. I think, the, you know, as I said, in, in our population here in the United States, we tend to use this procedure as um, after a primary glaucoma surgery has failed, uh, whereas uh, what we're trying to do in Mexico is use it more as a primary treatment. So even uh, in patients that are on medications, and they may be controlled on medications, but since they can't get them, we're doing this procedure as a way to control their glaucoma instead of medications or in order to reduce medications. So it's a different. It's just different along the treatment spectrum. We're using it much earlier in the disease in these patients in Mexico because of their need for a procedure to reduce medication. So I'm curious, can you just explain a little bit when you say they can't get the medication, is that because of geography, cost, sort of what are the factors that are intersecting to make it impossible right. for them? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's all the above. So uh, certainly geography is a factor. So many of these patients are from very small villages, you know, in the kind of this, this desert mountainous area in Mexico. Um, and many of them have prohibitive cost issues. You know, they're trying to survive and, and you know, glaucoma medications are somewhat a low priority. How are they paid for? Is there insurance for any of this treatment? Or how do people afford any of, any of those prescription medications? Well, th- there's no insurance for the medications. So the medications we bring down, you know, donated medications and give them to the, to the patients. Um, they can purchase medications in Mexico and pharmacies in Mexico, but it's all uh, cash expenditure. Out of pocket, it sounds like. Uh, yeah, out of pocket, right. Exactly. And because you had the opportunity to also experience the trip through your son's eyes, were there any surprises uh, or what you encountered in the population or the place? You know, one surprise is the sheer volume of patients that you get, you know, uh, at, at any given time. And just trying to, you know, work through and help as many people as you can. Um, so it's a lot of work in an intense period of time. The patients are extremely thankful and, uh, you know, very gracious. You know, they're just a pleasure to, to be around and to treat. It does help, obviously, to speak Spanish. Um, I, I learned how to speak Spanish in school, and, and it was fun to have my son, you know, do that as well. And so it's just it's just interesting, you know, visiting another country that uh, maybe doesn't have the advantages that we have and, uh, you know, seeing how people live and trying to help as much as possible. And finally, can you talk a little bit about the knowledge transfer, just the staff that's there on the ground and how they're able to help you and what you're able to leave them with in terms of knowledge or technique? 
Right. So the there's most of the the physicians that go there that are volunteers. So they're you know they're from this country. Uh, Rick Villasenor, who's the founder of the clinic, uh, does go there on a monthly basis. So he's there regularly. Um, and then the people there are volunteers in fr- from the local area who staff the clinic. So basically, uh, men and women who are in the area. They have most of them have family members that have some sort of eye disease, and that's how they became involved. And so they volunteer their time to to do this as well. And so what we're doing, you know, with this procedure is teaching not only the staff there, you know, how we do this and uh, you know, how to take care of glaucoma patients, but also the doctors that are going there. Many of them or most of them had not seen or done this procedure before. So we were teaching them how to do it so that in the months where you know I can't go down there, that we have other doctors that are able to administer the procedure and follow up those patients. So there is that collaboration. Well, thank you. It sounds like you saw hundreds of patients and there are hundreds more who would have liked your care. Dr. Brian Francis, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. The Doheny Eye Institute at the forefront in eradicating eye disease for nearly 70 years, is dedicated to providing state-of-the-art clinical services and supporting leading researchers in the quest for treatments that stabilize and improve the precious sense of sight. Doheny is now affiliated with UCLA Stein Eye Institute. For more information about our doctors and their innovative work in the quest for better vision, visit our website, doheny.org.